All right, man. So it's been a crazy ass 24, 48 hours or so uh, around our team, around the NFL in general, hell, even college football. So plenty to talk about, man. Let's get rolling. Welcome in, folks, to episode 157 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, an Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John, as always, your host, not yet joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike Cottrell, because Mike is stuck in an auto repair shop, but he was supposed to be out by six. He just texted me and said they is still there, and he's asking for an update. So he may <laughs> pop up in the chat. I don't know. I told him, I said, I said, well, just get in the chat if you can't make it. But luckily, good friend of ours, man, Stephen Hara, uh, we've been... I don't know, interacting since damn near we started this podcast, pretty close to it. Yeah. Um, been on the show before, uh, watches a ton of stuff on quarterbacks, especially like, you know, college film and stuff like that. And a uh, huge Falcons fan himself. Steven, buddy, how's it going, man? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm happy to be back on. It's been a while. I think we last time I hopped on was probably a little bit before the season. Actually, I think it was before the draft because I remember we talked quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was before the draft. So it's been a while. There's, you know, a lot has happened. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's At been up and down, a little bit of a roller coaster season, but uh, I had fun with it. Uh, you know, being in the Falcon sphere, everybody kind of makes do with with uh, what the Falcons give us, and we try to have a good time. So and I'm just excited to be back on, man. Yeah. Thanks for, having, or thanks for coming on, man. That's, I'm glad you it, picked this day because otherwise I'd be sitting yeah. here by myself, you know, or scrambling to get somebody else to come on. So yeah, it worked out, man. But uh, yeah. as always guys coming to you from variety sports network, man, make sure you check out BSN. They've killing it lately with a lot of great shows, man. Talking the gridiron, which Mike and I will be co-hosting relatively soon. I'm not sure which week, but we'll be co-hosting that show during uh, the playoffs at some point. It's normally on Sundays or on the East coast. It's normally, I think, right when the Sunday night game ends, basically when it starts. So, you know, just keep your eyes on there. If you go subscribe to VSN, you'll get the notification whenever we pop on there. Um, but uh, yeah, man, if you're here, if you're new, uh, hey man, welcome to the channel. Like I said, my, you know, you're, you're missing out with Mike. Uh, you know, obviously he brings another aspect that uh, neither yeah. neither Steven nor I can bring to the show. Yeah. Um, Mike's, but, Mike's uh, Mike, you know? <laughs> Mike is one of a kind. Uh, there's no duplicating Mike. I can't replicate Mike. I can't even try to. So I uh, hope you come back uh, when Mike is here. Um, but regardless, man, we're going like to run through. we got so much to talk about, man. Uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, the coaching search that's going on, all the rumors and what who we've talked about interviewing. Got, we, we will talk about some QBs, some QBs in the draft coming out, some possible yep. veteran options, depending on, you know, how the coaching uh, thing goes. Um, so, like I said, if you're here, man, hit the like button for us. If you don't mind, hit, so get those video, uh, get the get the video out to more Falcons fans. And like I said, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already, we'd much appreciate it. Um, first things first, man, Jesse Bates, all pro. I mean, who did, I mean, who didn't see that coming? Man, he has been absolutely phenomenal. And obviously, you know, he was the marquee free agent sign. We all wanted oh, yeah. Uh, everybody wanted Jesse Bates. Somehow he even surpassed my expectations, and I was a big fan of him, especially the fit with Nielsen, which I think we can all agree uh, was pretty much match made in heaven. You know, he he, I think without Jesse, we probably lose another three games. Uh, he single handedly oh, won us the first Saints game, and if there's one thing you can do, that I will always love you for it's all beat the Saints. Oh man, uh, we split with them, but the first game was absolutely electric, and a lot of the part of that is Jesse Bates. So I'm glad he got the recognition. I think it was him and Kyle Hamilton. Uh, mm -hmm. and I don't think it's too crazy to say that they really are kind of in a, in a class of their own in terms of 
uh, the safety across the safety play. Was it Hamilton or Winfield? I'm not sure which one it was. I thought it was no. Hamilton from what I saw. It, it, it's one of the two. I know. I know either, either, either or is Pro Bowl for sure. But they're, they're ridiculous. Way, they're all, they're it was ridiculous. Freaking matter. phenomenal yeah. players. Yeah. So, like, yeah, exactly. you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, and also, Kyle Pitts, for y'all that haven't seen uh, on IG, put out a story the other day, talked about how this year was kind of a you know, a comeback type of year for him or trying to get it, trying to get right, revealed that he had more than just an MCL injury. It was actually a PCL as well, which changes a lot of things because uh, PCL and some of y'all know my whole background is exercise science. So a lot of this stuff, you know, I'm very familiar with. PCL is like you're one of your major stabilizers in your knee. And uh, that's, it also is a secondary stabilizer for your knee as far as like rotation and stuff like that. So uh, it makes total sense now why he didn't want to just completely cut and go all out uh, on that knee. Like, it makes total sense. Um, the Falcons uh, didn't have to say, they don't have to say specifically what the knee injury is. They just they can just say it's a knee injury. They don't have to get too in detail. And y'all know how Art was. He barely even said when, when shit was injured, when people were injured. So it makes a lot of sense now. Um, you know, I know, even like you know, if y'all watched the All 22s, some of it I did, you know, like I, I, would, I said on there, I don't know if he's hurt. I, I would like to think he's hurt because this doesn't seem like his personality to kind of just, you know, all of a sudden not give 100%, you know, or not whatever, you know, go all out. Um, and I was, I was luckily right. I mean, like you know, he was, I mean, and I guess luckily and unluckily, but I mean, you know, at least he was, at least there was an injury uh, that was definitely there that was causing more of an issue than anybody knew, at least any of the fans knew. So he's looking forward to, a big ass year next year. So uh, assuming he's back with the team, which I, you know, we don't know, he could be packaging some kind of deal, which, you know, to move up, who knows, you know, who, who knows how that may shake down, but um, with another quarterback in another system, I think he will be, you know, the guy that we saw with Matt Ryan in the first year. Yeah. And, you know, credit to him played through injury, uh, especially as, you know, the season kind of went up and down. Uh, I, I think it was obvious at times, you know, like you were saying, uh, he wasn't ex as explosive as usual. And unfortunately, uh, we didn't have anybody of his caliber, even when he was injured. So I'll be clear, I don't think he was great this year, but I still think he was a very good tight end. Um, but just due to the nature of his injury, he wasn't fully full speed, and he was a big part of our plans at receiver. Uh, so, so it kind of hurt us a little bit. But again, I mean, if you're playing through injury, you're playing through injury. Uh, he gave us his all, and, you know, credit to him. He, he got a lot of flack from people, including me at times, because, you know, even I was like, well, you know, I'd expect him to come down with his ball. Uh, if you're playing injured, you're playing injured. Uh, I'm still going to have these expectations for you, but at the end of the year, if you tell me you're injured, it's a lot easier to kind of scale it back and be like, hey, I get it. Uh, you're doing your best. So credit to him for playing through injury. Still think he was good this year, and hopefully he's going to be uh, great next year or can get us some pretty good uh, package deal if we, if we end up moving. I don't think we will, but if we do, you know, he's still a talented player. He's young. Can you hear me, uh, John? Hmm. John, you might be muted yourself. Oh, oh yeah. Am I good now? How long? How, how long was I muted? Uh, since <laughs> I started, stop talking. Okay. All right. Cool. So, anyway, what's up to Kenny? What's up to Chris, man? What's up to Bubba Gump? Super Contra, good to see you, man. Yeah, Nancy um, in the chat. Yeah, hopefully we get this right, Bubba. We have to. This is a, a super important hire. JJ, what's happening, man? Demetrius, what up, Bubba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all told me, man. He's uh, yeah, he's or y'all. You probably heard he's at the auto shop. Uh, Ro, what's up, buddy? 
Bro talk, what's happening, man? He said, uh, Falcons fans losing their mind. Yes, they are. It's only took about uh, six hours into the, <laughs> into the first day. Uh, Dansky was cracking, man. Good to see you guys. Hopefully, hopeful. What's up, dude? Good to see you. Happy Thursday, chat. John, Steven, and Mike down to car shop. Yeah, hopefully he <laughs> pops in here soon, man. Um, Liam was cracking, buddy. Show enough. What's going on, dude? Uh, and yeah, thank you all for the mic update. Yeah. So basically, this mic, by the way, Chris was saying in the chat. Belichick, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, all in the same day. Um, insane, man. Like, and as a Bama fan, I shed shed a few tears, buddy, because that was a, that was a tough one to hear. I kind of knew that was coming down eventually, um, but didn't expect it to be just all of a sudden. But hey, man, it's uh, it, it happens, you know. And that's that's something that uh, you know he he probably listened to the interview on the on ESPN. Like, you know, he thought a lot hard about it, and uh, you know, he just it was a tough season for him. It was a grueling season for him. What he said. And it was a time to move on, uh, you know, time to hang it up. So, I mean, huge, huge opening there. And I don't know who, I don't know who's going to follow him. I feel bad for whoever it is. That's just, I mean, how you could do that. I mean, that's the best coach in college history ever. So, I mean, like, I don't know how you want to replace that. Um, but, and then Pete Carroll, of course, stepping down. Uh, he did say he kind of argued for his job. I think he still wanted to coach or trying to prove he could coach. But, uh, I, but, you know, go ahead. I, I, I was not, ex- I don't think anybody was expecting Pete Carroll. Uh, no. You know, there's been speculation for a while about Saban and Belichick, but I feel like Pete Carroll is out of nowhere. Because, uh, you know, again, Seattle was playing well this year. Uh, obviously, you know, Alabama played really well, made the playoffs. Uh, you know, it took overtime to lose. You know, they beat Georgia again. You know, I know probably Georgia fans in the chat, uh, they're happy Saban's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Saban's been the boogeyman for not just Georgia, but college football as a whole, but especially yeah. Georgia, uh, you know, for a while now. So, Crazy day. Even Bill, you know, I think he's going to end up getting another job, potentially the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, just, it was a lot. I mean, I was, I was sitting there on Twitter, you know, just like everybody else. I was like, oh man, Pete Carroll, like, oh man, Nick Saban. Dude, it was crazy. Like, you know, like right after. I, it's impossible to try to work. I mean, I'm trying to work and like looking at Twitter. I'm like, how is this happening? Why is it happening so fast? But, um, you know, it was, uh, it was just crazy all in one day, but yeah. So Bill, um, obviously they, he and, well, Bill and Kraft had their press conference today. They both mutually decided to part ways. And um, hang on a second. Is this true? Huh. Have you all seen this? Damsky, you lying to me, man? Because, I mean, <laughs> I, I might just shut the show down here and go let cry on a corner. If that's, if that's, in fact, true. I saw I saw um, a couple of transfer reports right after the news pretty much dropped. But I, I was – Yeah, yeah. So there was I'm a five-star really- – yeah, there was a five-star receiver who left. Um, I don't even know who that was but at that time. But because I can't even keep up with recruiting these days. With the NIL, dude, it's insane. It's just like having a minor league NFL system. It's like there's yeah. players going left and right. I can't even keep up with shit. So it's, it's tough enough just to keep up with uh, with the pros. But Dance, he's um, messing with you, man. He's, he's, a, he's a menace. That little fucker. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> See? Um, but, uh, yeah, so talking about Bill. So it's, it's been reported now for a little bit that obviously the Falcons would have interest in Bill Belichick. Um if he's available, obviously clearly he's available now. Um, and tons of, like I, I said, about a week ago, we could, whatever, I think Mike asked me actually before this ever even came down and I was like, no, I'm good. It had nothing to do with a lot of folks say, you know, it's 28, three It's the reason they don't want him here. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I, I'm more of like, okay, the guy's 72. Uh, how long is he going to coach for? I mean, does he want to coach? you know, I mean, like what's the long-term plan? And I, I don't, and I'm this is just because I'm I, I personally don't necessarily want him as my choice. Does it mean I wouldn't support him if he's here? Of course I would. If he's a coach, I'm going to support him regardless. And I would like to think, uh, as good a businessman as Arthur Blank is, and you're not going to just 
you're going to have a long-term plan. So if it is like, you know, that, that's going to be part of the discussion of Bill's coming in for an interview. It's like, okay, so how long do you think you might want to coach? Is you, have you even thought about that yet? You know, like, what are we looking at here? Because there needs to be some kind of succession plan if you get in here and you don't. Uh, you just had three years, in the, yeah, after two years, now nah, I want to hang it up. So, like, that part doesn't worry me all that much. Um, you know, I'd love to keep Nielsen. I don't know if that works well with Bill. Bill and, yeah. I, you know, cause Bill, Bill's, you know, he's had all the control uh, in New York and in New England, you know, and, and I think he said he's he'd be open to relinquishing some control, um, but don't know how much, don't know how that works with our system, with Terry and Rich and whoever else has got their hand in the pot. Um, so it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how that would work. I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not against it. It's just not necessarily what I would do with these other candidates that are out there. And we'll talk about the other candidates too, but we'll say you on it. Yeah. You know, I'm not against it as some other people, but he's not my top choice or even in my probably top three. Uh, I, I think to his credit, even if he ran Nielsen out of town, uh, Bill Belichick is probably one of the only coaches in the league that I'd be like, right. yeah, he can probably coach the defense better than you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Because even with, the bare bones talent that new England had, which is his fault as a general manager, right? Mm -hmm. Like he drafted these guys. So it's his fault. There's not a lot of talent there. He still was able to, to coach that defense up to some really impressive performances. Uh, and much as people talk about him, like he's a fossil, you know, I think he has been one of the best minds in football when it comes to adapting mm -hmm. to new offenses and quickly uh, finding answers to stuff like Sean McVay, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's really wanting against the Rams. Like that, that was very impressive. Uh, defensive performance. Um, so I'm not against it as much. It will come down to offense coordinator. And given the big question for us right now is quarterback. That is kind of my cautionary part of it, because like you're mentioning, there might be a lot of turnover. I, I think if he was going to pick an offensive coordinator, probably be someone he already knows like Josh McDaniels. I'm not against that. Josh McDaniels, terrible head coach, pretty decent coordinator. So I, I wouldn't hate it. Mm -hmm. uh, but He's old, like you're saying. What's the plan? How long is he going to stay in Atlanta? Uh, personally, I'm okay with a little four or five year rental. Uh, I feel co hiring coaches is such a kind of a crapshoot, anyways. Like much as we like yes. these guys, as we like everybody, pretty much liked Arthur Smith when we hired him, and he just didn't have it. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of different coaches who, when they're hired, you know, people love them. Uh, but it's hard to succeed in the NFL. And Bill's proven he can do that. And, you know, obviously post Tom Brady performance hasn't been great, but I think he kind of self-sabotaged himself because Mac Jones was looking pretty good year one. Uh, they lost a lot of talent. Well, they didn't really have a lot of talent, but they yeah, and that's right. with their offensive coordinator position and basically derailed their offense, uh, their, their quarterback's development. Um, so I'm not against Bill, not my first choice. We'll talk about some of the other candidates, but yeah. if we do get him, you know, obviously I'm the eternal optimist, so I'm not, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. doer, you want to doom, do you, well, man. But I tend well, to be able to feel better about these things. I think he has a solid chance of succeeding. Yeah. And I mean, you, you know, I always look at it as, well, I mean, I can't control it anyway. So, I mean, I, I well, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to, you know, cry about it. Whatever happens, happens. I mean, I'm going to support whoever's going to be the coach. I mean, period, you know, that's just going to be how, how it is. And you, you said kind of like since Brady's left. So yeah, so he's, he's 29 and 38 since Brady left. So obviously a stark difference than when Brady was there. Um, I saw a stat and I don't know, I, this could be true. I, I, I needed to, I had, I had, I didn't have time to check, uh, to, to check it out, but since yeah. 2013, no one he's drafted has signed second contracts that so he's drafted in the first, second or third round has signed a second contract. Unfortunately, I and, can believe that. if he did come here, a big stipulation for me would be like, I think he's proven he can, he deserves some input. 
Yeah. Uh, but like he can't be the guy running the show because again, right. he's kind of doomed himself as a general manager. Head mm-hmm. coach still really good, but like the people he drafts, you know, there's been some hits, but yeah, for the most part, it has not been great long term. Yeah. So I, and, I'm not it, for it. And yeah, right. And and during the press conference uh, with Rich McKay, like you know, Chris Domino from Six Eighty, the fan here in town, Atlanta, he asked uh, the question. Basically, was just what you said: is 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 a coaching to today hiring a coach kind of a crapshoot? And I think Arthur kind of took it the wrong way. I think he kind of took it as like we're just going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And that's not what he was saying. He was just he was saying exactly what you said. It's like you you yeah. quarterbacks, you can't really predict how well this coach is going to do until he's in that position. I mean, you, you're trying you know, to try, but right. Know, I mean, you, you, you go from a coordinator. Proven. You're not going to have a very good success rate, but we're going to try, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're a coordinator, you go from the booth to the field all of a sudden, you know, or, you know, this things, it's just different. It's a big jump. So you don't know if that can, it's all going to work out, you know, and it's called, y'all have, you have to have this, the right players, the right system, all that stuff's got to mesh. So I get it, man. And I just, you know, like I said, if, if, if that's how they, they want to do it, then fine. Um, and everybody was freaking out yesterday because they hadn't requested any interviews yet that we knew of at least because, and it's not, they, they didn't say they would tell us when they requested, they said they would say after they, uh, you know, did the interview, they would let us know. So, you know, I, I wasn't freaking out too bad. I mean, like, I, again, I'm not, I'm, they have, if anybody understands the importance of this hire is definitely Arthur blank. And I think, and shout out to home team, Brandon Leak, who asked the question for also from six, a, the fan about this, the team being uh, basically having two winning seasons out of the last 11 years. Uh, it just, you could tell like, and Arthur took it well. I mean, he, you know, he answered it very thoughtfully. Um, but I mean, that was the question needed to be asked. Cause like, you know, as fans, it's like, man, you gotta, you know, you gotta get this one right. Like this one's important. You got a young group of offensive guys here. You got a good young defense for the most part. I know some of the older guys in the line, you know, have to be replaced, but you know, you get a strong defensive coordinator, whether he stays or not, I guess depends on the coach, but everything is kind of there for you. So like this head coach, this quarterback combination, OC possibly that's all got to be right this time because, you know, we're in a division that's kind of, eh, you know, so now's that time. Yeah, no, I, I pretty much agree. Um, if I'm completely honest, I don't think they're going to hire Belichick. Uh, I know there's a lot of rumors that way. Where do you think he ends up? I, I think they find they think getting their quarterback is so important, and I think they're mm-hmm. smart enough to realize that trying to get a offensive coordinator as a head coach who's going to be provide that stability for a young quarterback who's proven he can develop a quarterback more than Belichick has. Because uh, again, you, you gave Belichick a good quarterback. Like Mac Jones, his first year was good. Like I mm-hmm. I know people like to kind of kind of downplay how good he was, but he was good as as a rookie, and it just went downhill. And a part of that's Belichick. You know, you have also rumors about, you know, the Patriots work culture, uh, stuff like that. I don't know anything about that, so I don't really speculate it, but it's out there. Um, right. And people who know better than me uh, say it does exist. So I, I just don't think they're going to go that route. But if they do, it's not like it's going to shock me. I just think they're going to name for one of these hot young OCs that they compare with the quarterback. And they're going to hope to kind of replicate what Houston's doing right now with, with Stroud. And that's going to be very dependent on hitting on the quarterback, but just as important with is the head coach and making sure that the offensive coordinator you get is going to put that young quarterback in a position to succeed. Uh, and Stroud's definitely had that. He's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's also had, you know, a good system around him. And, you know, I, I think the talent there, I did not expect to be that good. If you want to argue Stroud's elevating or the receivers just are surprisingly good, I don't really care. The point is it's all working over there. And then that's what we're going to try to replicate. So I just really think, they're gonna name. They're gonna aim for an offensive coordinator. That's not necessarily my preference. This is what I think they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
we'll see yeah. what happens. It's it's a lot to manage. Again, Bills has a lot of sway too. I know there's rumors about Arthur Blank and uh, you know Robert Kraft being kind of buddies. Maybe that mm-hmm. plays into it. Uh, but it we'll probably know. I think in like a month, maybe a little bit, a little bit more. Um, but it's there's a lot of good names out there, which you know I'm sure we're going to get to next. But yeah, yeah, a, and that's the thing. They're going to have to. I need a head coach. Like there was a lot of names I like. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have to you know move relatively fast because there are some good teams, the Chargers, for instance, that need. Which, by the way, we are going to be uh, on with the Bolt Bros on Saturday, this Saturday at 3 p.m. But it'll be on their channel, uh, and they use a different platform than we use, so we won't be streaming it. To, we can't co-stream it basically, but we'll put it out there. Just go if you want to watch us. We'll. We're just they're well good friends of ours, man. They run a great Chargers podcast and they're kind of like, as y'all know, Falcons East for the most part, or Falcons West for the most part. And we're kind of Chargers East. So uh, we always have a good show with them. It's kind of just recapping the season and shooting the shit with those guys. So it'll be a great show if y'all come over there and watch them. But anyways, Bolt Bros on YouTube. Um, but um, yeah, where were we at? Um, so yeah, that's the thing. If if Bill comes to, you know, quarterback wise, likely I, I could see him. I I, I would think maybe he goes for a vet rather than and maybe a vet and drafting a guy, but maybe not that whole moving up option may not, you know, be the thing for him. I think he might say like, yeah, I want a Russell Wilson or I want a Kirk Cousins or I want somebody, you know, that can just take a step right in yeah. and kind of like, you know, no, you don't have to do much grooming. Like that's, that's who they are, you know, just step right in and run this offense, whoever the offense coordinator is, you know, so that's the other option. That's the other possibility too. Yeah. So. I'm not super enthusiastic about a veteran uh, quarterback. I don't know if you want to break right into veteran quarterbacks now or keep talking about coaches, but <laughs> we can do it all together. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not either. I, I would prefer with these, this, especially this class of quarterbacks. I mean, and where we're yeah. drafting, I think we're prime position to just go grab one of those guys. And it's about time we just took a swing at one because, you know, we we've seen, if you don't have it, then it's not going to work no matter what. The, the coach where the scheme is you gotta have the quarterback um this is pretty funny because super conscious so what you're saying is jesse base cost us a possible top five pick by basically winning three games by himself Damn sorry the Falcons fan i'm mentally built for the draft not the postseason i tell you well that's, that's got to change dude that's just got to change i'm telling you this man's saying the season's just just a buffer between draft oh, right? seasons. <laughs> now we're ready now we're ready draft season's upon us uh yeah Liam, yeah that's just a common thing buddy i'm sure you're aware of that yeah <laughs> Uh, William Emerson, we need Eric Bieniemy. Uh, uh, I don't. Know, I, I, don't like- I mean, this. You know, there's so much. Uh, we've talked about him before on the show. It's like I don't understand. Clearly, there's something that's keeping him from getting a job. He's interviewed several places before, haven't gotten it. I don't know if it's. I don't know what it is. I, I could. I can't. I mean, I couldn't even pretend to know, man. Um, Wallace, what's going on, dude? Good to see you, oh, buddy. Um. Yeah, I know Liam. Yeah, he, Liam. So he's he's totally out on Belichick because I mean that yeah. was his first memory of a football game was that night or next morning and then you know it's yeah so it is what it is um yes channel yeah he's better oc like like steven said better oc um first i feel like the reports are true boss i think we're being a useless leverage for the cowboys I, you know what i didn't think about that but that's you never know man it's all really yeah. depend on their playoff run which i like their odds to be honest but you know it all depends on how they do <laughs> Boogie said, "What if Bill brings Arthur Smith back?" Is I don't think that'll happen, buddy. I don't. I don't think that'll happen. It'll be hilarious, but I don't think it would happen. Um, Falcons did block Ravens request interview Nielsen for their reason. Yeah, I, I saw. I didn't see Ravens, but I did see Jaguars as well. So yeah. good on good on the Falcons for blocking them for uh, blocking Nielsen. I mean, I I and it, we talked about it briefly before the show. 
could mean that they're aiming for an offensive guy and they just, you know, they, 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 they for sure want to keep Nielsen in place. Yeah. Or it could just be like a just in case type of thing. Like we want, we want Bill or we want this defensive guy, but just in case we don't get him, we do go offensive. We still have, they, you know, we still have Nielsen yeah. here. So that's kind of the way I see it. But yeah. we'll see. I, I, before you, Damsky, I, I, I would say that the fact they blocked him is a sign they want to keep him because I think Arthur Smith has been, or not Arthur Smith, he's gone. Arthur Blank has been good uh, with kind of paying his coaches respect and not allowing us to kind of jerk these guys around. Like if he's been very good about treating his staff well. Mm-hmm. So I think if they're, if they're blocking an interview for Nielsen, it's because they want to convince Nielsen to stay versus just being like, oh, well, just in case. Like I think they're going to do right by their coaches. So I think it's a sign he wants to stay. Yeah, and like Damsky said, I still think it's heading toward an OC hire. Uh, they're trying to keep Ledford. That's right. They blocked the Giants um, from from speaking to Dwayne Ledford, who's the, OC, the offensive line coach, uh, yeah. and of course Ethan Nielsen. So yeah, I mean, it kind of seems that way. That's kind of what I took from it too. Um, so we kind of just have a feeling Bill Belichick with the Falcons will be Bobby Petrino 2.0 if he's not winning halfway through the second season. We're left back to square one. I do admit, I, if his goal is to be the most hated man in existence by Falcons fan, I mean. That's a route to do it. That is the only way to do it. Come in and just peace out in the middle of the night when you <laughs> when shit goes right. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Um, I, I can't see Bill doing that though. And any uh, he has I, too I much. No, yeah, he's a I, professional. Right, and you know, and he, obviously he's chasing Don Shula's record, and so I think, I mean, I think, and I think a lot of people think that Falcons are an attractive destination because of the offensive pieces that we have, and obviously, you know, defense was much improved last year. We've got a nice bag to spend in free agency this year. Who knows what we're going to do in a draft? And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But so, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's, I think it's a definitely one of the top locations, you know, and you could definitely argue the Chargers is another one. I mean, with, you know, they already have their QB in place and, you know, painfully uh, were, you know, underachieving this year, just like we were. Um, hopefully, so I heard he were, we requested these. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ben Johnson as well. Yeah. There's a whole list, man. We're going to get to him in a second. Um, there's, <laughs> we've got a whole, whole bunch, man. Well, uh, Jones Bones, what's up, buddy? He said, Patriots are notoriously cheap. That's why they don't sign long-term draft picks. Yep. They've had talent. they just rather not pay into that schematically. Cheaper talent ravens are similar. Yeah, it's just bit them in the ass over the last uh, four or five years. They haven't been able to, you know, do it without a quarterback. So that's been the problem. Uh, and so the other the other candidates that we've requested, Raheem Morris, who we're also very familiar with, who was here. Uh, Anthony Weaver, who is the defensive line and associate head coach for the Ravens. Steve Wilkes, who I really, really liked at Carolina. I thought Steve Wilkes yeah. should have got that job in Carolina. I thought he did everything in the world to earn that job, yeah. but didn't. And um, I'm fine with that because I thought they'd, they'd probably been better with him, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Um, Ijiro Evero, who is the defensive coordinator for um, the Panthers. If y'all remember, we tried to interview him for our D.C. job, but the Broncos blocked us from doing that. So now we're maybe interviewing him for a uh, head coach job. Uh, Bobby Slowick, who I've said before, Somebody yeah. I would like them to interview for sure, just because of the Shanahan tree. Obviously, the like you just said, the offense worked a lot, uh, yeah. really well in, in Houston. Um, the only thing with him, and I said it last on the last show, one year as an OC, you know, it's I don't know, is that it's, jump too quick? I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. Is it, uh, we'll see. Um, yeah. Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator for the uh, Lions, Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Lions. Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator for the Bengals. And then you just told me who was it uh, for Mike, Mc, uh, Mike, Mike McDonald's McDonald for, the, for yeah. the Ravens defensive coordinator, I'm pretty sure. Right. So another one. So yeah, basically everyone, anyone that's out there, we've requested uh, to speak and interview with, um, which is great, man. I think you should talk to as many people as you can. You know, like, like I said, the importance of this hire, 
cannot be understated. So it's like you've you got to get this one right. Um, of that list, buddy, who I mean, is there is, do you have a favorite or are you just kind of like eh? so I obviously have a favorite. I think everybody has a favorite. My disclaimer for my favorites is always just no one really knows that these hires are going to go. Sometimes you have a good feeling. Like, obviously, we got to see Kyle Shanahan work, and I think everybody kind of expected Kyle Shanahan to do great. He's mm-hmm. done that. Uh, but it's just hard to predict sometimes. That That's to say, though, I do have a favorite. Ben Johnson, offense coordinator for the Lions. I think what works to his advantage and the reason I like him so much is because he has worked with a quarterback that was removed from the Rams for his limitations. Mm-hmm. And he saw those limitations, and he said, okay – what does he do well? And he's basically adjusted his offense to Goff's strengths with, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here. Every offensive coordinator is trying to do that, but I think he's done it well enough. Uh, and I think he has a clear offensive vision in the sort of guys, uh, you know, he's probably had input for them drafting. Uh, you know, they, they've gone for a lot of speed. They've, they've found these late wide receivers. They went with the tight end pretty high and they used him to great effect. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think Ben Johnson has shown kind of this flexibility to make it work. And let, let's not let's not get it twisted here. He's making it work with arguably the hardest ar- archetype to make work nowadays, a statue in the pocket. So <laughs> what happens if you give him someone a little bit more mobile? Uh, you know, uh, before the draft last year, I said the Lions would be one of my favorite picks for C.J. Stroud. Uh, imagine what Stroud would be doing in that offense with just a bit more mobility than golf, but like kind of right. similar strengths. I mean, he, I, I think he has more talent than Goff nowadays, but like, I think when you watch the two, they, they're pretty similar. So Ben Johnson's one of my favorite. I'm with you on Slowick. I, I think it's kind of a quick move to go one-year offensive coordinator straight into head coach. Agreed. That said, I can understand if they look at him and they're like, well, what did this guy just do with C.J. Stroud? Uh, or, yeah, C.J. Stroud. Yeah. And can he do that here? So I, I would understand him completely. I actually really like – uh, Steve Wilkes, I think to his advantage, we've seen him as a head coach filling in. Mm-hmm. And I think that Carolina team played tough. I think he had like a kind of, they loved him. They loved him. Yeah. And they loved him. And, you know, you never know how these guys are going to translate to head coaches. So if you can find someone who has some sort of experience, it doesn't have to be as an actual head coach, but maybe he could pull Brian Burns down here for us. Nah, I would love <laughs> Brian Burns. That'd be sick. I know they've also thrown in Callahan from the Bengals. I like him too. My only cautious thing with him is he kind of he kind of drew the lottery, man. Like that receiving core is stacked. He yeah. has an elite quarterback, but to his credit, he made it work with backups quarterback. He made it. He made his offense look better with like his third string quarterback than our offense looked with with Matt Ryan when Matt Ryan was still good. So yeah, it's a sad thing, I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of him as well. Uh, I do think like uh, Dancy was saying in the chat. I think they're going to lean for some offensive coordinators. That's why I think Ben Johnson, Slowick, and then Callahan are going to be kind of the top options. But I don't think there's a bad name. Uh, yeah, me either. I don't really know enough about the Lions defensive coordinator, if I'm honest, to really say anything about him. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I watched him. I mean, I watched his, his. I watched him play. Of course, I'm older than than you, but I mean, I, I, I watched his career, and you know, I've, I've you know, I watched the uh, Hard Knocks. You know, he was on there. I mean, just. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Aaron Glenn. I mean, it seems like he's got obviously that defense has been you know pretty good in in Detroit, um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I just it's not a it's a good list. I mean, it really is. Like all those guys have their have really good traits. Um, you know, uh, Raheem is an interesting one to me because I think yeah. with with him being in the building before, like would he number one would he want to come back? You know, and and take a head coaching job. Um, I, I think he if we do go a defensive route, I think he he'd be interesting because. I think he, he he's a hell of a leader, and the guys will just gravitate toward him. I think they play their ass off for him, yeah. um, and I think he could just 
coach well. You know, now he he wouldn't be so. Yeah, I think he'd have his offensive core. He'd have his defensive. He wouldn't. He you know he wouldn't be necessarily just you know like Art was in his play sheet. You know, his Waffle House freaking menu the entire time. Um, yeah. So, but you know, like I said, I, I'm I'm I'm. There's nobody. I'm just like, oh God, please not him. I I, I don't have that guy. You know yet. I guess Raheem, I won't. Raheem falls in the same realm. I think as Steve Wilkes. Where he wasn't he our head coach for a little bit when we fired. Uh, might have been. Might have been the interim. I, I want to say he was. He was the interim head coach for a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So he. So again, you know, I don't think that's a big part of the evaluation, but it is like, hey, especially if they, since he was with this organization, they probably have some memory of him as the acting head coach, which could be good. You know. So, mm-hmm. Again, I'm with you. I think it's a really good coaching class. I don't think there's a name we can really go with that would get me mad again. The name that everybody is getting mad about is Bill Belichick. I'm going to be like, ah, Jesse Bates with Bill Belichick? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm – right. I mean, that's what I was saying the other day. It's like, I mean, do I want it? Not necessarily because, again, the list we just went through, a lot of talented young guys. And, like, a lot of guys that – and no offense to, but I mean, you you had a couple of seventy year olds just retire, and now we're trying to go grab one. You know, we're like, no, 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 please come here. And I get like, you know, probably the greatest coach in NFL history. You know, I mean, this like his resume obviously speaks for itself. So, and yeah, his defense, he's always had. We talked about it last year. He always had a good defense, you know, and he's going to coach a damn good defense regardless. So, I mean, like, I'm not worried about that. But I don't want him to coach a good defense for a year or two and leave if we could. You know what I mean? Like, have a younger guy keep Nielsen keeping that and. But the thing is, we'll eventually lose Nielsen to a head coaching job as well. Yeah. We, if, if he he's producing the way he's producing, that's going to happen as well. Um, so, you know, I don't I don't know um, somebody. And we we've been asked on the show several times. You know, what what about Nielsen for head coach? And I basically had the same response as I did about Slowick. Because like, well, he's had one year as a DC, and I, as much as I like him, I don't know that you know that would be a, a smart thing to do is take that take that jump. And then you're trying to go find an OC at that point and replaced, you know, maybe, I don't even know. And and also we've had uh, somebody ask about Jerry Gray as well. And Jerry Gray's been around forever and he's a extremely talented coach and, I, you know, assistant head coach this year. I don't know if he'd want to do the head coaching job at this point in his life. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be fine if they interviewed him, if they, you know, gauge his interest, see if they want to, you know, um, it's just, a, I think they're feeling the pressure of just, we have to get it right. They're going to take their time and they're going to, yeah. you know, it's not going to be a, a super fast process. So. And what Chris said, Ben Johnson and Ryan Nielsen then trade up for a top three QB in a draft. I'd be down. If someone's willing to trade up, I am so for it. I think this, you know, this quarterback class is we're gonna probably talk about here in a little bit, man. I, I think the top three guys are very legit. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Millie, what's up, buddy? Let's see you, right. dude. Um, and Demetri said we need to do whatever it takes to trade up number one pick. Well, I get the mindset. I'm I'm for it. I just think it's gonna be hard to do that. Not so much. Because I think there's, you know, we're going to have to give up a lot, but I think we're probably willing to do it. The thing is, are the top three guys, you know, is are the Bears going to stick with Fields? You know, did I, you, did I you think see? there's a chance the the Patriots or Washington's passing up on a quarterback. I just, I don't think right. it's going to happen. So it's pretty either. much Bears or bust. Yeah, and uh, did you see Ryan Poles today? He's our, I think the quote, or I, saw, I read the quote, and he said, "Base Ryan Poles, by the way, guys, GM of the Bears, um, said that uh, he had to be blown away by one of the quarterbacks too. So I mean, he." I get blown away. I mean, it's, it's you really you could get yeah, you could get blown away. Um, but uh the way Fields played down the stretch in the you know second half of the season is like, well, I mean, you know, there's a chance they could keep him, you know. And so um, you know, in the fields to Atlanta was obviously a big talking point. And I think that probably would have been the play with Arthur being here. Uh if he had stayed, that would have been maybe a, a nice transition from him into that offense. I don't know if that'll be the case with again, whoever takes the job. But uh 
Millian said, I'm sorry, but I think I want a first time head coach. Let him bring in his own OC and keep Nielsen. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, and uh, what, uh, what they were saying, I think if we did move up, it would obviously take our eight this year, probably yeah. our second round this year. Um, and I think it said, uh, was it a first and 25 and it, like a second? It's, it was, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you're probably trading, especially if you're trading with the Bears. The Bears are going to have pressure to win now because if you're trading with the Bears, they're saying, we think we can win with Justin Fields this year. Yeah. They don't want a playmaker. They don't want Fields Pitts. A good receiver. <laughs> yeah. A better, exactly. defense, a better offensive yeah. line. So if you're trading them, I think it's going to be at least two first round picks, probably one of your best players, and, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of day two picks, which might be worth it. I'm not saying it's not going to be worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. But uh, it is going to be a lot. So, like, all these people who want these top quarterbacks, just know it's going to happen. You're going to be like, dang, we just gave up A.J. Terrell. And, you know, it might even be A.J. Terrell, Kyle Pitts, and our first-round pick and a second pick or something. Because they might decide we'd rather have A.J. Terrell and Kyle Pitts versus some guy we have to develop because we want to win this year because we have to win this year. I'm probably getting fired. Yep. So it's it's going to be interesting to watch. It, it's The Bears are going to pretty much decide how this draft goes for us, I think, because it's – if they're willing to trade, I think we're probably the top team to trade up with them. Yeah. Uh, but if they're not willing to, then it's it's going to be hard. Yeah, and I mean, I, I see folks on Twitter all the time, and like, we got to trade up, we got to trade number one. That's like, okay, this is, what, this is what we have to give up. Oh no, hell no, I don't want. I'm like, well, dude, you're going to have to. Like, it, I mean, like, you're going to have to give up like something that you probably that you really like, you know, to get yeah. that, to that spot, you know. And uh, if, yeah, I mean, I I know you've you've probably you probably actually got it more into the film than I have at this point with the, with the college guys. I, I'm get I'll have to get there soon because we have to do our, our draft breakdowns relatively soon. Yeah. But, um, but I mean this this year with Caleb and, and Drake may being obviously the top two guys. It's like, I mean, if you're going to do it, this is probably the year you could afford to do it. And if you miss on it, you could, at least your fan base will understand. Like, okay, yeah. his, this is these guys' body of work. Like, I can understand why you took a shot at them because you know, and. Again, hit rate on quarterbacks is so low. We all know it. it's 25%, relatively speaking. Uh, that's even with first round guys. So, I mean, like, it's you just you don't know how it's going to translate. They got to get into a perfect system. And that's what makes it attractive, again, to a, even like a Ben Johnson to me, or it's like, hey, man, I get to go there. I get to pick my QB. I can possibly, you know, if they talk to him about moving up, I can pick one of these top guys. Even if it's Jaden Daniels, like, still a fucking stud, regardless. Yeah. So, like, I can pick my guy. I've got these offensive pieces already there with, you know, the line's pretty good. You know, I like you got a good setup for, especially an offensive guy to come here. So it makes total sense, man. Um, Ghost Peppers, what's cracking, man? Good to see you, dude. Uh, Demetrius said, even if we get in the top three to five, I'll take that over staying in number eight, at least top three to five, better chance of landing our franchise QB. Yeah. And do you think Daniels even makes it to eight? Uh, no, because again, I just, I don't think, because e even if you're not, uh, talking about us trading up, yeah, Tennessee yeah. right in front of us. Tennessee, I think I think Levis showed some good stuff uh, as a rookie, but mm -hmm. he's still a second round pick. You know, they could very well decide. You know what? We'll take Le we'll take Levis, keep him on the roster. We'll also grab Jaden Daniels at seven, uh, mm -hmm. and you know we'll have a QB competition. Whoever whoever plays better plays better. Yeah. Uh, but again, if the Bears don't trade Fields, then I think it's pretty much guaranteed to go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. And at that point, the top three guys who, again, I want to reiterate, I think Jaden Daniels is a tier below Drake Mann and Caleb Williams, but he close. is very firmly yeah. a top 10 pick. I, I like him a lot. I, I don't think us trading up for him to three or four or one would, would be or more not going to trade up for him. If we trade up to one and we draft Jaden Daniels, I'll be like, all right, guys, we're overthinking oh, this a little bit. But absolutely, yeah. if, he falls to, if he falls to four or something and we trade up with Arizona, all for it. I, I think he's a very good talent. Yeah, 
I, I, I agree. LAJ, what's cracking, dude? Yeah. Millie says Joe Brady on that list. He has not been requested to my knowledge. Yeah, I've heard. Huh? Yeah, I would think so at some point. But uh, yeah, some just want to have yet to see Jim Harbaugh on any reported Falcons interview list. And that's one guy we haven't mentioned. Um, yeah. And I, I think Mike asked me if I, you know, honestly, I would, yeah, I'd be, I'd be down with Jim. Jim wins, man. He, he, he wherever he goes, he wins. He can run an offense. He's um, a weird guy, but I, I he's think a I'm weird dude, man. Like, yeah, I don't, I, well, whatever. I don't care. He, he'd be more yeah. entertaining. Bill would be so damn boring, dude. Like, I, yeah. like, I would be, I mean, watching the press conference and stuff like that, that, you know, we do for the show, I'd just be like, I want to see D led versus Belichick, though. That'd be oh, my high. God. That would be hysterical. <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be worth it. Yeah, it'd definitely be worth it. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Well, Jim, I mean, Jim's going to have a lot of, Suitors as well, man. Like I know that uh, our buddies with Bolt Bros are talking about the Chargers. Obviously, they they'd love to have Jim out there on the West Coast, and maybe he wants LA. Who knows? I mean, I, I don't see him going back to Michigan. I think it's a perfect perfect way to end yeah. his career, in Michigan, man. You out on top, um, you know, perfect way. Uh, LJ said, "Did you see the Falcons block? Yeah, they blocked this. Yep, they sure did. So that was a, that was a good call. So hopefully, some Bob could have Nielsen, but can we get Lamar Jackson and Shaving Clown? I mean. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it too. Uh, and uh, Liam said, basically, I was an exact copy of the Lions offense, and we had the chance to draft a stud. So be Herbert for Ben Johnson. It's pretty damn close to I me. Mean, two running backs, and you know, I mean, we need we definitely need speed. Guy, but, we need, I mean, I mean, speed yeah, we, we want to do the same things they do. They just did it better than us. Exactly. <laughs> but, exactly. We, we we need that. You know, we don't have an Amon St. St. Brown or anything like that. We've got to get. We've thought about it before. We've got to get more speed in our wide receiving core and. We only have one wide receiver under, under contract right now, and that's Drake London, like literally one guy under contract. So we've obviously got to build up that room, and that's going to probably come in the draft, and people will lose their minds and we probably draft one. <laughs> but, I mean, we got to, we got to, we got to add some more receivers for sure. Yeah. Um, Gabriel said, man, if we get Ben Johnson, Caleb Williams, we'd run this division the next decade. Dream, I would love man. it, dude. That is the dream for sure. Uh, Rose said, I like Ben Johnson. What if we can trade up and get a QB or get Justin Fields? So yeah, that's still to, a possibility. Good. To talk Justin Fields, man – I have been uh, – I don't want to loop, uh, link myself with the haters because I do like Justin Fields. I think he does a lot of fun stuff. But I haven't been a big fan of his fit on the Falcons. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it made more sense when we still had Arthur Smith. And, you know, I think it was very easy to plug him into this offense because what does Justin Fields do well? He throws, he throws a good deep ball. He's a good runner. We saw that with Mariota. And then he's also really good at these kind of intermediate dig type routes. He can throw them with anticipation. Yep. Uh, he can get to some of his reads like that. Uh, but – with getting a new offensive coordinator, I don't know. Or I'm sorry, not new offensive coordinator is like potentially a head coach, right? If they're mm -hmm. making the decision, I don't think those guys are going to want to be like, I am pairing myself with Justin Fields. That right. said, I like him more now that I've kind of come to the conclusion. My honest opinion is I think Chicago is going to move on from Justin Fields, and that means quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. And that leaves the Falcons in the position where – you know, the top guys are Penix, who, you know, he has some real strengths, but I think he's a second-round talent. And then J.J. McCarthy, who also has some real strengths, and I think he's, like, almost a first-rounder based on some upside projection. But as far as his skill level, I think he's a second-rounder. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we really want to bet on another day-two guy. Yeah. I'm not personally opposed to it, but I think they're going to be like, we already tried this with Dez. Because, uh, to be honest, my, my grade for J.J. McCarthy and Dez are around similar levels where I think they're – Second round guys, but if you like them in the if you like them at the end of the first, I'm not going to begrudge you for it, uh, and I just don't think they're going to go that route again. So, with that in mind, Justin Fields become more appealing to me because he can be a good bridge quarterback. You know, you can do what the Packers did with with Jordan Love, where they 
you know, they, they extended his deal to be a two-year deal. So they had they didn't have to make a decision after one year. They kind of adjusted mm-hmm. his contract. Uh, and you could have Fields for two years to kind of gauge where he's at and, and potentially draft a, a day-two guy. Because if you draft, you know, if you do draft J.J. McCarthy in the second round and you have him behind uh, Fields, I don't think that's a bad quarterback room, you know, and I, I don't know what happened to Dez at that point. But much yeah. as I was a Dez fan, unfortunately, at the end of the, end of the day, the NFL is not fair sometimes. And, and it's what have you done for me lately? And the answer for Dez, unfortunately, is nothing good. So he, <laughs> yeah, like, <it> released. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, I mean, it's, it's yeah. There's no there's no time. He's he's, he's a yeah. good backup quarterback, and that's valuable for what he's. Because to be honest, we paid Taylor Heineke so much money, but I think oh, Dez. Man. If if you want to argue Taylor Heineke is like slightly better than Dez, like okay, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you, but I think Dez was similar level or slightly better than Heineke, just still a backup quarterback, but he was Agreed. significantly tre- cheaper. Uh, oh yeah. If, yeah. if you want to look at it that way, uh, Taylor was a terrible value. Yeah. Terrible value. I mean, overpaid him to, I mean, so overpaid him because yeah, yeah he wasn't. Something, yeah? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, and the, the, with on that same sense or on the same level, it's like, I, 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 I like Penix a lot too. I mean, uh, a lot of folks jumped off the bandwagon after the national championship game. They're like, Oh, this guy's not that good, which is the most overrated thing in the world is to, make a judgment on one game because these guys, no matter what position it is, I mean, AJ Terrell got cooked in the national championship game, uh, came back, it's been a damn good pro. Um, yeah. as I mean, it happens all the time. It's like, you, you know, and people make these, uh, I, I tweeted out. I mean, I remember when, uh, Michigan played Georgia and Hutchinson just got shut down. They're like, this guy's a fraud. Oh, no. He's terrible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, and now you see what he is in the pros. Like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Like you can't judge it off one game. I mean, like it's, Guys are human. They're going to have bad games. They're going to they're going to get matchups that are bad for them. It's going to happen. Like it's just that's the, that's the sport. I mean, this is just going to happen. So yeah, I think Penix could be good. And I said on the on the honor show before, Stephen. The only thing that worries me is his blind side with McGarry covering it. That's yeah. the biggest. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. Uh, with him being a lefty, but um, yeah, I would prefer those top three guys. One of those top three guys is definitely my. And I don't. I'm not necessarily in any order. I mean, I I, I can see. It, any three being successful and what Chris yeah. said, I'd like to see how much uh, Daniels weighs. He definitely has to put on a few pounds. He's a skinny, skinny dude. And if he's going to run like he has uh, in at LSU, he's going to get lit the hell up uh, in the pros. You have to learn how to, to protect his body. But um, if it comes, like, I, yeah, I'm not too down on like two day, the second day guys, this, uh, if you're, if you're telling me, like you said, if you go, if you tell me you're good, you go get a rush, you get a vet, and then you draft a second day guy, I'm, 